Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency. This week on Paladin Financial Talk, we're going to continue with part three of our Retirement Ready series, creating your personalized retirement plan, and we're going to talk a little bit about weak foods. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial, and thank you for joining us for this week. We have part three of our Retirement Ready series, Creating Your Personalized Retirement Plan, is what we're going to talk about here today. And uh, and we appreciate everyone taking some time out of their, their schedule as you go on your walks or clean your house or whatever it is that you're doing out there in the, the crazy world. Uh, before we start off this week's show, though, I wanted to encourage you, if you're a, a listener, you've listened to a couple of our episodes please take a moment on your phone or wherever you're listening and scroll down and give us an honest review. So take a moment, just click the stars. I'd recommend go with five stars, but that's just me. I might be biased, but uh, take us a moment, uh, rate us. And uh, if you have some time, give us a, a written review. We would truly appreciate that. And uh, I want to welcome as well, Mr. Tony Shore, our co-host. How are we doing today, Tony? I am doing great. Great. Just fantastic week. Great week. And I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me on the show again, Jeff. You know, I actually haven't been that busy this week. Normally I say, oh, I've been so busy, but I've had more of a relaxing week this week, which is nice. It's nice to have that once in a while. How about you? How are you doing? That's good. Oh, I'm it, doing very good. We're staying very busy and uh, kids are doing great. Um, Jax is on a roll. The things that uh, kids said, as they say, out of the mouth of, of babes. Um, I was uh, driving to, to Starbucks the other morning before I dropped him off. And for those that are maybe listening for the first time, I'm a coffee lover. I, I loved coffee and drink a lot of it throughout the day. And, and my one vice is going to Starbucks. And I know I shouldn't, but you know, I don't spend much money in other areas of my life. So that's my my uh, terrible justification, but um, we're we're going through the drive-through line, and Jax started, and he's five and a half years old, mind you, started to give me a little bit of a, a speech about um, not spending my shouldn't be spending my money at Starbucks. Oh and, uh, no, yeah. where did he get, where did he pick that up it, from? Maybe one it, of your well, past shows. Uh, yeah, there you go. He's listening <laughs> to our podcast, though. Um, you know, we talk about money and different things, make him aware of, of uh, you know, what do we do and and uh, some things to be aware of in, in his life with money. But, um, yeah, it was funny. And uh, <clears throat> we're listening to a podcast That's actually hilarious. for him. Yeah. That's hilarious that he's, <laughs> he's reprimanding you. You've got accountability in the back seat with your son. And, exactly. and he, how old is he? He's 11. He's uh, five and a half, five and a half. Yeah. Oh, he's only yep. five. That's right. He's only five and a half. Yeah. Your five-year-old's giving you financial advice uh, good on stuff. how to save money. Well, it's good that uh, you we, brought it to the show to share with the listeners. 
Yeah, on a serious note, we're we're um we we're listening to a podcast for him. It's a, sure. a podcast called Warrior Kids, and I heard about this book, Warrior Kids. There's three books in the series, and if you have kids or grandkids that are that are younger, uh, couldn't recommend it more. Um, it's about a kid that goes through some difficult times as kids do. And his uncle Jake was, which is a, uh, he's a Navy seal helps him out and changing his mindset and whatnot. So we're also listening to the podcast and, uh, it's very interesting and humorous. He, a few, about a week ago was Nikki's birthday and it was over the weekend and she loves donuts. So we started our day off with donuts and then at lunch, I can't remember what we had, but it wasn't the healthiest meal ever. And, and, uh, Jax gave her what for, for eating what they call weak foods in the book. Um, <laughs> and so he, <laughs> he's keeping us on track. <laughs> so uh, he, he gave you a what for, for drinking Starbucks and Nikki for eating weak foods, weak he's foods. Tell, yeah. He's telling no, his mom eating she's stra- eating weak foods. Uh, I'm so glad you shared that with me. So next time I see Nikki, I can give her a hard time. For eating weak foods. I'm sure she'd really appreciate that coming from me too. Uh, oh yeah. But <laughs> Probably funny not. stuff. That's good. Oh, kids keep you honest. That's the, what kids do. The, that's what they're for. That's right. This from, from the, the kid that uh, takes his shoes off yesterday, ran upstairs before taking his shoes off when he came into the house, like a bullet. And I, Jack, 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 take off your shoes. So he takes off his shoes and proceeds to dump about a pound of sand, uh, that he accumulated <gasps> from camp onto the floor. Oh. So, yeah, take that, Jax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, Don't lecture me on weak foods. That's right. Yeah, that's if right. you're going to dump sand all over the house. All right. Well, yeah. uh, what are we talking about today? What else is going on? <laughs> yeah, so we're we're moving into part three of our three-part series. We've been talking about retirement ready. And the first two parts, for part one, we talked about taking action to control your personal economy. Part two was maximizing social security and pensions. And today in part three, we're going to talk about bringing it all together and creating your personalized retirement plan. And these three podcasts we've dedicated to this retirement ready series uh, are kind of a a complement to a three-part webinar series that we've done. And we'll be sending out invitations to that tier uh, in the next week. And we go into more depth about each of these topics that we're getting into. So if you'd like an invitation to that webinar series, um, we haven't sent that out yet, but send us an email info at financialpaladin.com or give us a call 877-219-3199 and just say, Hey, please send me an invitation for your three-part webinar series. And we'll make sure to send that out. But, uh, um, encourage you to check those out. And so, yeah, we're going to dig in and talk about creating a personalized retirement plan, which is a big part of what we do for our clients. And if you're a do it yourself, or you've got to dial in and figure out how you're going to do that for yourself. So, uh, we've yeah. got a, a great show to, to talk about that. Um, that's awesome. Area- so, so this is part three. Uh, yes. creating your, and we've, we've covered, uh, the, you know, taking control of your own personal economy, maximizing social security and pensions. So we're fine. We finally made it to part three. I'm excited. Yes. Yes. So, here we go. So, Act three. so I know you're, you're ready to tell us what do we do? Where do we start to create personal retirement plans? Yeah. So I'm going to talk about the concept of using buckets, buckets to achieve your goals. And there's different ways of doing this. I, I spared Tony of bringing a visual uh, to today's show since he's not here in the office. It'd be 
you know, lose its effect. But we talk a lot about buckets in our financial planning process. And the first area we'll dig into is what are my buckets? And those are different account types that you can use. And then we're going to talk about what can you put in your buckets? And third, how do you best use your buckets to create your own retirement plan? So the first area is to define those buckets. What are my buckets? And what we mean by that, if you picture a bucket as a visual, those are different account types and they have different tax characteristics, uh, different contribution limits and who controls the bucket. In other words, who's holding that handle and determines what you can do with that bucket and when. So that's kind of a simple way of thinking about that. So a lot of times people are, are confused about you have non-qualified or after-tax money, you have pre-tax money, which is qualified, you have Roth money, which is after-tax money that's also qualified that can create tax-free income, so it can get confusing. So uh, we think about what are those different buckets. So simple way of looking at this, you have taxable assets. So let's say your checking account, your savings account, a brokerage account, an after-tax account, you have taxable assets uh, is how that is, is, is categorized. So you put things into that bucket and if they create income or if you sell something for a gain, that creates a taxable event. And those taxable assets in that bucket can also create taxable cash flow. So for example, let's say you have a savings account and you're earning a, a whopping 0.1% on that. And at the end of the year, you're, the bank sends you a 1099 for $3.50 of income. You didn't necessarily take that money out, but you earned interest. It's in a taxable bucket. You owe, you owe money on that uh, for your tax return. Okay. Ah, okay. So that's our, our first bucket is uh, it's taxable. Uh, we also then have tax deferred assets and that's where the, for most folks, the majority of their assets are in that tax deferred bucket. So those are things that you have not yet paid taxes on simplest, most common examples, traditional IRAs, traditional 401ks. So you put money into your bucket and when you did that, you received a reduction in your taxable income. So let's say you made $50,000, your employer uh, paid you $50,000 in a given year, but you put $5,000 into your traditional 401k, your taxable income for that year would be reduced by that 5,000 and you have $45,000 of taxable income. So that 5,000 that you put into your tax deferred bucket, you are going to owe taxes on that somewhere down the road when you take that money out. Okay. But in the meantime, that 5,000 can continue to grow and grow and you have more deposits you put into that. Your bucket is getting bigger along the way. So the nice thing with that is you get a reduction in your taxable income today. You don't owe any taxes until you take the money out theoretically in retirement. But at that point, when you take that money out, you're going to pay taxes on all of the money coming out of that bucket. So now you're retired and we put a, uh, a nozzle, a spigot, whatever the technical term is, uh, in the bottom of that bucket to start taking some money out. That is taxable income at that point. Okay. Now the all other right. thing to think about that's exciting, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the deal. The whole time you're talking, you keep saying buckets and I keep thinking chicken or popcorn. So yeah. when I think of bucket, I think of a bucket of popcorn at the movie theater. 
with you know all I, that all I, that fake butter on it, and then I also know. think of a bucket of <laughs> fried chicken. So uh, I'm just having a hard time wrapping my head around a bucket with finances in it. I guess I'd rather have a bucket of money, but yeah. Folks, I apologize. I did not Tony proof today's episode before <laughs> laying out my analogy. <laughs> Just don't say pizza bucket. We'll really confuse people. <laughs> well, yeah, there's no such thing. But if there was, I'll hey, tell you what, there should be. I would have I would have mentioned it uh, early on in the show. Oh, yes. Yeah. But the the other thing with that tax deferred bucket is because you had the the tax benefit going in, you haven't paid taxes on it, potentially potentially for decades, when you get out to either age 70 and a half or age 72, depending on your age today, you have what are called required minimum distributions. And what that means is the IRS says, hey, look, Tony, you've had decades of tax deferral. The money was meant to come out in retirement. You're now 72 years old. You have to start taking some money out and create taxable income at that point. So for what happens for a lot of folks that are very good at saving and building up their retirement nest egg, oftentimes that's in that tax deferred bucket and they get out to retirement. Everything looks great. Their, their taxable income is in a reasonable range. And then all of a sudden they hit age 72 and they have income coming out of their ears because of those required minimum distributions. So we want to plan ahead and make sure we're managing efficiently our taxes in preparation for retirement and once you start taking money out of your bucket. So that's an important one. We spent a lot of time on that um, in helping people out there. So that Um, bucket, you're talking about tax deferred accounts go into this bucket. You're using the bucket analogy. So you put your tax deferred money in there uh, and that's 401ks, traditional IRAs, typical retirement accounts that are tax deferred. Uh, So you have to look at that tax situation closely with those. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We don't want a tax train coming down the track at us at 72 that, that knocks us off. So right. uh, <clears throat> the final bucket we'll talk about are tax-free assets. And there's some, some caveats to that, some rules around making this uh, a tax-free bucket. But generally you have money that goes in and you don't get a tax deduction going in. So let's say a, tr- a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k money, when you put that money into the bucket, it does not decrease your taxable income for that year. So going back to our example, let's say you had 50,000 of income from work and you decide to put $5,000 into your Roth IRA or your Roth 401k, you will have $50,000 of taxable income for that year. So there's no tax benefit going in. Secondly though, it does grow tax deferred. So just like our tax deferred bucket, while that money is sitting in there, you're not gonna pay taxes on it as that 5,000 grows and grows and grows, and you put more money into the bucket and the bucket gets bigger. So no taxes due at this point. And then when you take the money out in retirement, as long as certain rules are played, we're not gonna get into those right now, but everything you pull out of that bucket is income tax free. So that's very powerful. You don't wow. get the tax benefit up front, but you have tax-free income later on. So how you best use that bucket, and we'll come back to this here in a little bit, there are strategies that we can look at using to minimize our taxes long-term, not just today, but long-term using those different buckets. Uh, so Roth money is an example of that. HSAs would be a tax-free bucket. 
cash value life insurance. Again, if certain rules are followed, that's going to be a tax-free bucket. So there's a very powerful part of the financial planning process is how do I use those buckets as much as possible? So the tax bill, it's one of our, our biggest expenses in our working years and in retirement. How do I lower that tax bill as much as possible? And if you've listened to uh, other episodes, we've talked about this analogy uh, or example, let's say you save a dollar on taxes through your tax using tax strategies and you compare that to earning more with your investment. So let's say you have a dollar of after tax money, you pick out some great stocks, they grow by 50%. So it's now worth a dollar 50 and you decide, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to cash in. I want my money back. You would have taxes due on that 50 cents. Okay. So at a 33% state and federal tax rate, a dollar 50, you have 50 cents of gain. You're going to net back down to a dollar in that example. And that's equivalent to saving a dollar on taxes. So wow. saying that the other way around, saving a dollar of taxes in taxes is the equivalent of having a 50% rate of return in that tax situation. Wow. That's high hurdle. Yeah. So basically so, you, right there, you're explaining how we can use this bucket analogy to minimize our tax burden. Exactly. Exactly. It's all about how much do I get to keep at the end of the day? It's not, Hey, my return was X percent, but how much of that do you get to keep? And that's a long-term planning piece that we want to look at that. Yeah. Keeping more is ideal. <laughs> exactly. So some questions to think about there is, are you capable of minimizing taxes on your own? And your first response might be, you know what? I have a CPA, work with them for years. They're a wizard. They're great at what they do. But for most people, and this is not a knock against CPAs and tax preparers, we work with a lot of them, but typically the relationship is as follows. You go in once a year, you schedule an appointment with your CPA, you've got your shoebox and things poking out of folders everywhere. And I think I've got everything. You hand it out over to them and you want to get out of there as soon as possible. Um, <clears throat> and they're putting in the right bucket and the right box rather on your tax return, what you've done over the past year. What we want to do is be proactive about how we're planning our taxes over time. And that's not just a tax question. That's also an investment decision. And an example, going back to our buckets analogy, if I'm working, should I be putting money into that tax deferred bucket? Should I be putting it in the Roth bucket? How do I know when to switch between those? You know, do I do 8% here and 5% there? And so those are things that we can help you out with. Um, when you start to take money out of your buckets, again, where's the best place to take that from to make sure we have as much in our pocket as possible? And that's partially a tax question, but it's also an investment decision. So we want to look at the whole, uh, whole picture to make sure we're getting the most out of what we have. Okay. Yeah. So those are some things to think about there. Right. And I think that's really important. So obviously uh, with this system, uh, it is important to work with somebody like yourself to make sure you're asking the right questions and getting some help on finding out how to answer those questions, right? Exactly. We will help you with this. Uh, we help our clients with this. Folks that come in for our complimentary second opinion, we will do that for you as well. So if you're interested in that, give us a call. Our phone number is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. Uh, you can send us an email at info 
at financialpaladin.com. But reach out to us. Let's schedule a, a complimentary meeting to, to give you that complimentary second opinion on your plan and make sure you're getting the most out of what you have. So um, we're going to move into the next thing. So we talked about our buckets and define those a little bit. Now we're going to discuss what can I put into my buckets. And going back to that bucket analogy, let's say we have tax deferred assets. So a traditional IRA or traditional 401k, most common examples. There are a lot of different things that you can put in that bucket. And you could buy stocks and put that in there, mutual funds or ETFs, which are exchange traded funds. Uh, you could have an, annu an annuity that's an IRA. So there's a lot of different options there based on the type of bucket. And some investment tools make more sense in one bucket and less sense in others. So we can help you to understand what do I have today? What are my buckets? What should I have within those? And again, make some good decisions based on that. Again, some investments are going to make more sense in one bucket and no sense at all in another bucket. Sure, there are so, a lot of options when it comes to investing and where your money is at, especially for uh, funding retirement and saving for the future. So a lot of different buckets you mentioned there. Um, and But people make mistakes when it comes to basically what it's uh, you're describing is asset allocation is it's called as well, right? So uh, yeah, to a degree, asset allocation would be my mixture of things, which are the different investment options that you have. What's my overall allocation between those things and how that looks big picture for all of your assets is one thing, but we also want to look at that allocation within each of those buckets, which is again, both an investment and a tax question that we want to answer to get the most out of that. So, so basically uh, it's, it's a, where they fit in the tax equation is what you're saying. Exactly. Exactly. That's and I just had a, That's what the a brilliant idea, by the way, we should okay. have Paladin financial talk bucket t-shirts. I can see those <laughs> selling like hotcakes. It's an opportunity there. At least two or three I can think yeah. of sales. Yeah. Yes, I would wear one. That's awesome. Stocking stuffers. Yes. Yeah, there Who doesn't you want go. a bucket t-shirt? If, if we'd had them done sooner, it could have been a Father's Day gift too. But that's yeah, true. that's a great yes. idea. There's always next year. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, true. So, <laughs> so moving on. Now we're going to talk about very briefly, and, and I'm just going to lay these out. I'm not going to get into these in detail, but we cover these in more depth in our webinar series. Um, we're going to talk about four common investment mistakes that people make. And the first one is lack of diversification. So think of that as putting too many of your eggs in one basket. And a very common example I see here locally, 3M is a big employer. 3M is a great company. 3M can do no wrong. And people work there and they put a lot of money into that. We don't want to put too many of our eggs in any basket, regardless of how well that looks. Um, so lack of diversification is, is an example there. And that might, might be an individual stock. It might be I have 80% of my stuff in healthcare because I know it. That's what I work in every day. We want to have some good diversification. Um, the second mistake is using the wrong type of bonds. People have a misperception that bonds 
aren't risky. They do have risk. And if you've watched your bonds this year in 2020, you have seen those go down. They've come back up. Um, depending on the type of bonds you have, those those got hammered uh, uh, very similar to equities. So using the wrong type of bonds. The other point there is interest rates are so low right now. We're at all-time lows on interest rates. We know they're going to come back up over time. And the way that bonds work, as interest rates rise, our bond values go down. So we want to make sure we're positioned with the right type of bonds, knowing we're in a low interest rate environment. The third mistake that we often see is walking out of three doors at once. And this is kind of like uh, over diversification. So I talked about lack of diversification. Our first mistake is putting too many of your eggs in one basket. Walking out of three doors at once refers to putting the same eggs in multiple baskets. And a quick example of that, we well, can show impossible. you. that's <laughs> impossible. Let's see. Um, quick example of that, and this is something we can show you as part of our complimentary second opinion process, is we'll show you how does this pertain to you. But if you have five different accounts at different institutions and different mutual funds in them, we will show you what is your crossover. So if we dig in and show you, for example, Microsoft, you might have Microsoft you own it eight different times through different investments that you have. You might own it some directly. You have some in some mutual funds that you have. You own some through some different ETFs, exchange traded funds. It ends up you own Microsoft eight, nine, 10 times. That's walking out of three doors at once. And we'll show you why that's not a good thing. The fourth mistake is letting target date funds run your retirement. And these are very common. A lot of people use these. We've talked about this, uh, these before. I think we actually did a, an episode specifically on target date funds uh, sometime in the last month or two. But there, there's some goods about target date funds, but mostly they, they lead people in the wrong direction. Um, there are better ways of, of putting together your retirement plan and using your buckets appropriately. So again, we'll dig into these more in our webinar series, but we want to make you aware of those. Yeah, definitely. I think that's awesome. And um, it's good to know where your money's at, how it's being utilized and making sure, like you said, don't put the wrong eggs in the wrong bucket. Make sure you have it sorted properly. And that's where a financial advisor uh, comes in. You want to best use your buckets. So uh, how do we best use our buckets? Yes. Again, we're going to dive into this more in our, our webinar series, but we want to put together a personalized retirement income plan based on what you have today. In other words, what do your buckets look like? How much do you have in each of those? Is mo Are most of your assets in that tax deferred bucket? Do you have any tax-free buckets set up? And start putting together the pieces to understand what tools make the most sense to put into each of those buckets when do I move money between those buckets to reduce my tax liability over time? And when I start to take money out of my buckets, where's the best place today to take that money from? And the answer to that is going to change over time based on the markets, based on your personal situation, and based on tax laws. And a big one too is one of the biggest risks that retirees have is what we call the sequence of returns risk. And it's something you're going to hear a lot that we talk about here because it's a, an important risk that we try to reduce as much as possible. In short, in layman's terms, it's taking money out of things at the wrong time. And if you don't have your bucket set up properly and you're using the right tools, it makes it harder to reduce that 
sequence of returns risk. And in short, that can impact the amount of money you have throughout retirement. Wow. Well, that's good. And obviously there's a lot to this and everybody wants to make their money last longer, minimize that tax burden. So we have to think about uh, how we best use these, what we put into each bucket. Um, uh, Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Yeah, I encourage you again, reach out to us, folks, if you'd like an invitation for our three-part webinar series where you can see some of the visuals that go along with this, and we'll dig into these in more detail. Um, Send us an email, info at financialpaladin.com. Uh, call us 877-219-3199 and we can send you a, a link once we have that sent out here within the next week. Um, but also if you're listening to the podcast, please subscribe, please take a moment to scroll down and, uh, and rate us, give us an honest review. We would truly appreciate that. And that will help us to, uh, make more people aware of our, our podcasts and how we can help help you out. So, uh, also, encourage you to call us if you'd like that complimentary second opinion that we talked about earlier and we can help to put together a personalized retirement plan for you and your family. So again, appreciate everyone's time and joining us here this week. Wish you all the best, stay safe, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com. Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.